Hello and Happy New Year from the Trail Manners Podcast. We're here with single track session number 121. 120 120. or 120? I'm going to go 120. Yeah. So we do 120? Yeah, we'll start that. So this is 120. Either way, it's the first single track session. It is 120. Single track session of 2019. So uh, Happy New Year, everybody. So we'll uh, hope everybody had a great Christmas. Like we said, we took a week off and um, kind of enjoyed the holidays, I guess. You did a lot of skiing, probably. Yeah, I tried to. Yeah, a little snowboarding. Yep. Um, would you get anything fun for Christmas? Got a new pair of Blundstones. Did you? Boots, yeah. Nice. Um, that's all I really wanted. Really? Yeah. I got the uh, Atari 2600 playback nice like sitting right over there it has like 110 games on it asteroids frogger wow you even yeah. got the old controller yep yep it's uh, those are the best that was fun so i got that from aspen um for christmas that was probably my i got lots of beer that count the the console wasn't always that small in the no. atari was it? it was no. a lot bigger right it was a lot bigger and a lot heavier that thing weighs nothing and there's 110 <laughs> games packed on that that's amazing somehow i don't know how they do all that fancy stuff but right um, yeah, pretty simple, just like I like. So played a little bit of Asteroids, right. a little bit of Frogger. Yep. Um, so that was pretty fun. And let's see what else do we have. The new year, Runk came in, so we are officially in 2019. Um, so that's kind of fun. And something is wrong with my dog, so you have to bear with me. We went out this morning to take him out, yeah. which after taking him out last night, as cold as it's been, I want to teach him how to use a toilet, I think. <laughs> because it's super cold. But he smelled something this morning, yeah. and it scared him. Like, yeah. he wouldn't come to me right. or nothing. So I don't know what, uh, what his deal is. Line. Something. And Probably. he was like, I'm like, come on, come on. He wouldn't come near me. I'm right. like, oh, great. Now my dog's messed up. Started the new year off. He's all jacked up. It's all needy. So he is <laughs> more needy, if that's even possible. Um <laughs> So, yeah, so the New Year's here, and we kicked off our, our year with uh, episode 130 um, with the with the podcast itself with Scott Jaime. Um, that was a lot of fun. Um, a little update um, since you've all listened to that one, hopefully by now. So he went down to do Across the Years. Right. He's never done one of those events before. He did the 48-hour. Oh. He did 174 miles. That's amazing. So he's he want, his goal was 200. Right. So he didn't hit his goal. But uh, it was his first time doing the monotonous loop Circle. thing. Right. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm gonna give him. A, I'll give him a little bit of a break on that. Right. It's a little bit different than hard rock. Is yeah. What I'm guessing uh, between elevation and and speed. Right. Um, and then for you, those of you that didn't listen, you need to go back and listen because he's going for his 50th birthday. The big news from the podcast: three FKTs hmm. all at once. He's going for the unsupported Colorado Trail. Denver to Durango, right? Flipping around doing the supported Durango to Denver, so there's two, right? And then no one's ever done the yo-yo, so that's three. So that's oh. going to be uh, an interesting follow with Scott. How's he going to get that much time off from work? How long do you think that's going to take him? Well, the record um, he has to get on the uh, unsupported is right around I think nine days, if I remember right. <laughs> unsupported, he wants to go under eight. Because he has to. It's like eight and very few hours. Wow. But he thinks you can do it. So just in F, those two FKTs, that's right. 17, 17 to 18 days. Right. Now, he did say once he hits Durango, he can stay as long as he wants. 
right? Oh, oh. Because no one's gotcha. ever done the yo-yo, yeah. but it does count towards the overall yo-yo. So if he right. spays four days, he's got to add that four days of non-movement onto his yeah. FKT for his round trip. So it's minimum going to be 18 days. Oh, I mean, goodness. very, very minimum. And it, you know, after that, it could stretch depending on how long. How long he just wants to spend in Durango, drinking beer, eating burgers, right? Gaining a couple more pounds. I don't know. Goodness. So that's his goal for his fiftieth. Um, and you know, of course, we're going to wish him luck and um, hope that goes well for him. Um, but go back and listen to that one. That was a lot of fun. We had him on uh, when we were reminiscing. We had him on episode one, which was we launched in tw- uh, 2015. That's a couple of years ago. Yeah, so it was a little little while ago. So it was a lot of fun. Brought back a little bit of the lightning round, um, which turned out to be fun as well. So. We have a contest entry announcement for our six hours of mainlands. As we talked about, we had an entry for that. Um, we're giving away. So Jason K. Child was the winner of that. Oh, he'll be happy. Um, so, uh, Jason, if you uh, plan on running, uh, reach out to me, manners, at trailmanners.com, and we will get you all set up to register for six hours of mainlands, your choice of start time. So congratulations, and, uh, yeah, hope to see you there. I'm getting nervous. That's like a month away. And, uh, is it? Yeah, it's it's uh, February 9th, so we're like a month and a That's week. That's coming up fast. And uh, yeah, I'm, if I get one trip in, I'll be pretty psyched and just hang yeah. out. I think because I'm get, it's getting it's getting too close. Right. Uh, speaking of too getting close, what's happening? It's just the first of the year, but uh, golden ticket races are about to begin. So well, we got Bandora, Bandera, Bandera. Yep. So race season's back in full swing. Oh, so it seems like we just. Ended, right? Started the off season. I know. Yep. But uh, nope. Bandera is uh, coming up this coming weekend, I believe. Wow. Um, and there's two golden tickets each for male and female on that one. Um, the name list is. Uh, I don't know. I, I looked at it the best I could, and again, we're no experts. There's so many new people um, getting into running, plus all the ones that are already in in the race. Um, but on the women's side. Um, there's a handful of names, some names you might recognize, Pam Smith, uh, Casey, uh, mm-hmm. Lick Teague, um, she's doing that. And there's a handful of others as well um, that have a pretty stout resume. I'd, I'd like to see if this is as deep as it has been in the past, though, because the names this, aren't popping out to me Yeah, with the, oh, with the, with the starters, because the names right. aren't popping out like they have in years past to me. Right. right? Like you, sometimes you'll see a name like there's more, quote, unquote, Casey-type names and Pam right. Smith-type names. On the men's side, again, um, some fast runners that have some fast times at 50Ks and 100 milers. Chris Danucci's in there. Um, Ryan Kaiser, Chris Mako. Um, after that, it's not like you have mm. that, that you know, right. Cocachino pull, right? Sure. And I will say it like that for the remainder of my time, right. so don't correct me anymore. Um, but there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of runners with some stout um, backgrounds. Mm-hmm. But just, again, it's just not the, hello, you know, it's going to be a tight, this is going to be the year of the uh, unknowns. Exactly. Right. Yep. There are going to be some names coming in that right. um, maybe you're not used to hearing because yeah. there's some names I'm not. I but think we're, we're due for a big breakout from somebody we don't know about. Well, last year, so there's the 100 mile from Rocky Raccoon. He did the 100 miles in 1452, right? Yeah. Um, Ronnie Delzer. Yeah. So he's not necessarily a household name. Right. All over the U.S. Where he's from, I'm sure he is, and in certain circles. But he needs to, to pick it up because I want to call him the Doze. The does. Yeah. <laughs> Ronnie Delzer. Our does. Will, will be the does. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we're, we're, we're ready, um, for 2018. It's the golden ticket stuff. Or, see, I'm already behind. Yeah. Yeah, 2019. So the Bandera, it's 100K. Um, get automatic entry, you know. Um, 
And I think it's going to be, like Joel said, this will be an interesting year for that. I think we're already loaded at the start line, right, right. between returning runners, yep. uh, things like that, and the people that got uh, the, 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 the only bids reason from sponsors. That we maybe not have a breakout year is because uh, so many people are probably gunning for that qualifying time for the Olympics. Mm. Hey, I'm going to make a point. prediction right now. Okay. I, I bet you Jim Walmsley is going to make the Olympic team. Yeah, think not see just the time, but the team itself. You think he'll be in the Olympics? I think he will. Wouldn't that be kind of cool, though, seeing an ultra runner? Yeah. Hit being on TV uh-huh. in the Olympics. That, that would be cool. That would be really cool. Um, I wonder if that's my prediction. I wonder if they'd let him wear like a, one of his Cowboys hoodies <laughs> over his U.S. jersey before that he takes be the field. That would be pretty cool to see him wearing that. <laughs> wearing his Western States buckle at his oh, press conference. Oh, he needs to race with that. That would be awesome, man. <laughs> it's not part of the Team USA <laughs> you know, uniform, but it would be pretty cool. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. I think that would be really cool, though, to see that. That uh, I'm all for it. I think that'd be awesome. I think Hayden will make the the qualifying time. Do you? Yeah. So uh, I guess I'm not following as much as he going for it, too, you think? Yeah, I think, he's, he, I think that I saw his race schedule. He had it somewhere later in the year. He was going to try to make the qualifying time. Well, do you know what that is for those guys? Something fast. Something like something stupid. Super, super fast. You can qualify either in the half marathon, if you run a really fast time in the half marathon, or you can qualify with a marathon. Okay, so I'm not a road runner. Yeah. I've never been a road runner, but I guess I get confused when you can qualify for the Olympics in a half marathon time. And I'm only saying right. that because I come from the trail side, yeah. right? So a half. I think if it's ridiculously fast, they just assume that they can extrapolate that person can go you know, up to the marathons to compete. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, I guess so if you make the half marathon time, you just get invited to camp, right? Or you get something. invited to the race that then puts you in. Puts you in. Okay, so yeah. you still have to perform. Oh, yeah. yeah. You still have okay. to go run a full marathon and, and – be top, I don't know, two or three, I wow. guess. Wow. And then you can be top, what, five and be an alternate? Wow. I don't know. I don't know the full details on that, but I can see the the, the draw of doing a half marathon oh, yeah. as you're qualifying because then you're not going to beat the hell out of yourself. Yeah, it's true. That's uh, very true. So you can, what, taper up? <laughs> yeah, that's what Walmsley's going to do. I mean, if he hits that qualifying time, which is either this month or next month, and then he tapers up to... 100 miler pretty quick, I think. Man, I don't know. That'll be cool. I'm with Joel. That would give me goose pimples. Yeah, seeing uh, an ultra runner at the in the Olympics. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> in the, that in would, the race, that, like that, that would that would shut up a lot of uh, those people on Let's Run. dot com. Yeah, <laughs> that think the ultra runners aren't don't run. Right. But uh, yeah, that'd be really cool. We need to shoot for like some curling. We need to get into that. Get some ultra runners in the curling that'd team. Be fun. Yeah, uh-huh. that'd be right. a lot of fun. Cornhole. 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 <laughs> I've seen that there's there's an actual Cornhole National Championship. Is there? Yeah. Are they it's pushing on, to get in the Olympics, it's been too? It's the, the, the ESPN lately. <laughs> Are they going to push in for the Olympics? <laughs> Probably. Cornhole Olympics. I don't know. I don't know. That might be taking it a step backwards. Uh, so, yeah, the Bandera's going on uh, with more races just coming around the corner. So, um, it's race season, folks. You didn't know, if you didn't notice, there'll be a couple quick things um, adding with the, the Trail Manor stuff for 2019. It's done uh, on Mondays. We call it the drop bag where we just let you know what's coming up. So, I, you know, yesterday we put, okay, Jaime is going to be on Tuesday. Just give you an idea of what's coming up for the week um, so you can kind of have a head start on that. And the other thing I want to do this year on the website more, um, I have, I've talked to a few people to do a little couple guest columns um, for fun and then just do uh, some some 
old school writing posts, mm. like blog almost posts, right? Right. Um, so it'd have some different things, super easy stuff um, to throw on there um, to change it up for 2019, obviously as well as a podcast. But um, speaking of throwing things on there, um, I only see to see my axe throwing the other day. Yeah. That was pretty fun. Was it? Again, yeah. Yeah, had a really fun group, and I, I had a super good ab workout the entire evening. Right. It was such a good group of people, and we just laughed the entire time. Good. Um, and had, no one got hurt, which is always a good That's thing when you're plus. coming away from axe throwing. Yes. Um, in fact, we were posing for the final picture. They take your picture at the end. Uh-huh. The guy says, okay, stop, stop. He says, the only injuries we've ever had here are from the picture yep. where people will like raise their axe. He goes, one guy raised his axe and cut his buddy's neck, Ooh. you know, and, and I'm laying down yeah, yeah. under everybody. Somebody and just let up, that and there's, swing down. There's like six axes right above me. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to move positions after the first photo. <laughs> that doesn't seem safe. So right. um, if you have a chance to go axe throwing, do it. Um, they have leagues, too. <laughs> and after it's over, the girl taking money goes, you should come join our league. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't That's think so. That's going to be the next Olympic event. That would be awesome. Right? Holy they, cow. They probably, they've already got those competitions, those lumberjack oh, yeah. competitions. Oh, yeah. They'd have to those have guys are a real deal, though. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. we're, like I won our tournament, right. and I suck. And there's right. two kids right next to us. I'll call them kids. They were chucking one-handed. Like, they were teaching us to do two-handed. They were doing one-handed, wow. just bullseyeing it Every consistently time. with some power. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it would like stick in the wall for right. sure. You hear that solid thunk? Yep. And it was like we kept watching, like eh, show offs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but we, I think we taught Jim into building one in his barn. Yeah, because it's pretty easy. Right. It's just wood and yeah. axes. So yeah. um, maybe Jim can do that on the side. Buffalo Run Adventures, axe throwing. Um, Diversify your revenue stream. That's what you got to do these days because, the you know, we've talked about it. The running market is getting saturated. Oh, gosh, If you have yes. another part of your market, uh-huh. you know, your brand, it's how you bring it in. Right. You know, maybe, you know, the start of the Buffalo Run, that's what you have to do. You know, turn Spartanish, <laughs> throw an axe, then you go. Right? Yeah. You get an axe throw from 10 paces and you get to cut that much time off your finish time. Oh, I like that. I yeah. like that. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, so, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, what else we got going on? We got quite a few Ask Trail Manners questions. We've got our Strava. We've got our Woody Footy. Um, so we'll start with, uh, let's go into Strava. Um, it's been pretty, pretty, even though we took a week off, there wasn't a lot going on. Um, but Strava distance uh, across the years, that's still going on um, for some uh, distances. Mm-hmm. There's the 24, the 48, the 6-day. Right. Um, and, and let's regress. Let's uh, congratulate Davy Crockett on his 100th 100-mile finish. That's impressive. Um, that's a lot. It is. Um, and he took a picture of like a lot of his buckles and stuff. And yeah. It kind of puts it into perspective even more, <laughs> right. right, when you see all that. So. He was down at across years, but uh, for distance this last week, it was an across the years runner that did the distance. It was one sixty nine point five. John Marischek. Uh total runtime. Tim Bade forty five eleven, and he was second in distance. And climbing goes to Trevor Fuchs twenty one six six three. Nice. I know he took a lot of trips up Maylands this past week. Is yeah. hurt is right around the corner Seems for those like fellas. It, huh? Yeah, they only got a couple weeks, so right. I don't know how many more uh, getting up they're going to be doing before they have to kind of take it easy and go have some Mai Tais. Uh, well, I hope they've been sitting in the sauna, too. Yeah, for sure. God, especially last couple of days has been bone-chilling gold. Um, just walking outside, walking my dog out. Oy, that is pretty stingy. Um, all right, what do we got? Here's some Woody Footy action. Um, we had Okay, well, there's a really cool one. 
It was a video, mm-hmm. but it was, uh, let me find it because I don't want to forget it because it was super cool. It was, I think it was from Canada. It was. It was Steve Page. He was holding like this little lid. It looked like some type of lid with food and birds kept landing on his oh, lid eating nice. this food. It's pretty cool just because he's in the wild. It wasn't yeah. like he was at some aviary or anything. So that was pretty cool. Simon had a good one. He was back out on the coastal track. Right. So hopefully he's finding that mojo he's been searching for. I got to tip my beanie to Missy Jackson. Mm-hmm. She's been posting a lot lately right. and wearing her green trail manners beanie. Notice that. It might, might be in the 60s down there in Southern California. <laughs> know, <laughs> That's right? why she's wearing it a bunch. And uh, tagging us on those. So thank you uh, for that. Our friend Megan Martinez looks like she's in the Pacific Northwest hanging out. Yeah, a lot um, of the people have been up there running on that track around um, uh, uh, the pre-track. Um, in Corvallis. Hayward. Hayward Field. Around Hayward, yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, she's been up there. Um, what do we got? Um, she had some good ones. I, I, I was I went on a run with Curtis Thompson, our friend, and ran into Brad Wojcikowski right. on the trail, and uh, he was the only uh, guy in shorts. The three had pants on. Right. And after I was running, when I got there, I realized, yeah, I shouldn't wear pants today. Yeah. It intimidated me. I've done that a couple times. And recently, I'm like, yeah, I could have gone away with just shorts. Yeah. And yeah. Brad was the only um, full-on man on that one, and he had his shorts on. But he had a trail man shirt on. Um, he was out there. Um, but our winner this week, we had some good ones, though, folks. I mean, th- this was a really good week um, for photos. But the winner this week, um, Scott Hansen's is pretty cool, though, Bannerville Shoreline Ogden. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to go with something warm to keep keep us nice and toasty here in our freezing cold. It goes to Justin Robbins. Mm-hmm. Justin took a picture in Kauai, Hawaii. So, uh, Justin, if you want to message me, manners at trailmanners.com. We'll go ahead and get that out to you. Um, I believe he's Utah, actually. I, just, I didn't know the name, but he's from St. George. Hmm. Uh, but great, great shot um, down in, down in over across the water in Kauai. All right, so we do have a few Ask Trail Manners questions, but before we tackle those, I just want to throw out there again, it is the first of the year. I know every races are opening up left and right, probably more than ever. Right. But please don't forget about the Ogden Trail Running Festival, May 3rd and 4th in 2019. Uh, we want to really bring the numbers out this year, so get online, register, help support the event, and uh, Trail Manners obviously will be there um, to bring in, you know, just a fun event and a good time, so you're not going to miss out. Um Head on over to our website or to Ultra Sign Up and look for the Gib Wallace race at the Ogden Trail Running Festival. We'll have more information to announce as we get close. Um, we're working diligently with Armor Sport Factory Outlet, which is our title sponsor along with Solomon, um, to make that a huge success once again. So without further delay, we have one, two, three, four, I think five questions. Oh, my goodness. Well, we took a week off, and I think people so you, you went a little crazy. Okay, so this is the first one. It says, well, I took your advice and got my wife to listen to the Christmas gift show. Oh, nice. She nailed it, thanks to you both. Right. He says, got me two new Path shirts, Path mm-hmm. Project shirts, and a hoodie. This stuff seriously is the best. It is comfy. Got hooked up with a pair of Stance running socks, Ooh, yeah. Squirrel's Nut Butter, yes. the Patagonia Airshed Pullover, and oh. the Petzl Bindi Headlamp. Oh, man. <laughs> he says, I counted nine of my 14 things were from your podcast. <laughs> Thanks again, fellas. Seriously, I got hooked up and will be returning nothing. Exclamation. Oh, good. Next, this, but this is the question. This okay. is from Ben from Idaho. Here's, here's the question. 
of what I got out of my nine gifts, what was the one thing I still need? Uh, we never mentioned trekking poles. Yeah, yeah, we didn't. Not really. I don't think we mentioned trekking poles. No. There was a couple things that we were like, oh, we should have mentioned that afterwards. Yep. I can't remember. Oh, a waist light. Yep, that comes up in a little bit. Yeah, a waist light would be good. Um, somebody was asking me about that the other day, and I was like, definitely the Ultra Aspire, um, the 600 lumen. You, you, you got to have that. Ah, so he's from Idaho, Bear yep. Spray. Oh, good one. Bear spray? Yeah, yeah, that would be a really – we should have had that one on there. Yeah, uh, fresh can bear spray, not used. <laughs> <laughs> Those are yeah. – you don't know when they're used, right? What you got left in there. Yeah. What kind what of power? What about like for for camping, like car camping stuff? Well, what would be good? A French press. That's what I say. The one thing I didn't get that I really want yeah. is if a If he drinks coffee. We don't French know if he, press. If, he, if he drinks coffee or not. Something like that. Something that's going to help your, your morning – Flow a little bit smoother before you go out for your run or your race while you're camping. A lot of morning flows. Yeah, something like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I still need is a good quality French press. Yeah. Like the metal ones, not the glass oh, ones man, for the metal traveling. Oh, nice. You have the one I, that you took that's like old. Yeah, dude. Right? Like, we got back in 2001. Yeah, and you can't find them like that because I've been looking like that yeah. one that you brought because it worked so well down in, when we were in St. George last year. Maybe you need to go to uh, – we got ours at T-Town Mountaineering. Okay. You need to go up to Jackson. <laughs> get a French press. Get a French press. Head home. Yeah. Shopping. I'm done. Yeah, you can stop by the brew pub and Steel. get some. Uh, <laughs> yeah, stop by Steo, the brew pub. Yeah. Stop by Grant's. Yeah. Meet his fiance. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, from Ben. So, Ben, congratulations. You got a haul, Ben. I'm yeah, jealous. That is a sweet, sweet haul um, that you got there. All right, next one is Tracy from Wyoming, and I apologize before we start because I don't know on this one um, the gender, oh. which I don't know when I ask the question. You'll be right. probably better to answer this one than me, All right, um, but I don't know. It just says, give me the inside scoop. Were there any good updates to the Speed Goat for version 3? They, oh. they seem to have beat other shoes to the market. Right. Should I try them or wait for something else? I like the twos, but they were a little bit tight. From Tracy from Wyoming. I think I don't think that they've gotten any wider okay. from what I've read. Do you know if they updated I think them? They updated the upper a little bit. Did they? I think that's. What I know I'll, the colors are cool. Yeah, the colors are really good. Last yeah. year's colors were good too. But yeah. This year's look even better. Um, from what I've read is that they've updated the upper a little bit more. Okay. Um, but that's it. They've kept it pretty much the same. It's not as wide as I would like to see it. Just a couple mil. Yeah. Wider. I would be, too. Oh, so ideal. I think but, I'd go with it if it, for me if that was yeah. what they could do to it. Um, I think you go with it and you try to find yourself a shoe stretcher, one of those old school wooden oh, ones yeah. where you crank. Oh yeah. And then you can just make it that two or three mil wider that you need it. So let me ask you this: you you've worn them, right? Yeah. Okay. So is your does it bug your arch? Because it seems like when I put one on no. last year, the arch felt weird. Not at all. So it doesn't. Okay, maybe it was. No. I was thinking something else, but it felt like the arch on those for me anyway. Right. Felt a little little weird. A little, um, little rubby. Yeah, I don't know if it was like high or pushed too far back mm, to where it yeah. just kind of. And again, it's right. my foot based upon the Carl's whole foot. shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like Carl, damn it. Yeah. Um, have to walk, you know, walk through water barefoot next to right. him and put our footprints down. Yeah, I think you you go for it and then you try to find yourself a shoe stretcher and stretch it out a touch. 
Because that's all it needs is a smidge. Yeah, that's a, a good. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, in fact, so here's this. So hopefully that helps, Tracy. Yeah. Um, but Go here, for it. <laughs> here on top of that, so I was talking to uh, Curtis Thompson. We were on a run yet yesterday, and he's a, a wearer for Hoka. He tests yeah, their he's, shoes. He's a test tester. Yeah. And so he had a pair that he was wearing that never came out. It was right. like these are my favorite. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that's not helping me none. No, not at all. Um, we had an interesting conversation though, because I did, you know, um, hate to bring it up. You know. you're, you're lamenting the fact that Pearl Zumi is still. Yeah, not helping us yeah. out anymore. But uh, I remember back in the day when I was dealing and working with Pearl on apparel and shoes, as they were really good at having people like our team, Scott Jaime, Nick Clark, mm-hmm. Darcy, um, PQ, everybody test stuff. But then they would throw me a bone, right? And a couple other people, and they would want our opinion. And right. their whole thought was, well, we're not looking just for the elite runners because that's right. such a minute piece of the pie, right? right? It's like more people like you and you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, do you? And I don't know if this is even the answerable, but uh, is there companies out there that you think still probably test too much on their elite athletes? And again, we would have no some complete basis of verifying it, but I just think these companies that send Solomon. stuff out, yeah, probably would they're, be they're one. They're top end shoes, yeah, or for elite athletes only. Yeah, yeah. So it's just I think companies, and I'm sure a lot do. You know, right. I mean, there's so many out there, but it just seems like if you look more towards right. these quote unquote ambassador type runners right. for product feedback yeah but i know it gets difficult because in shoes they could only to do sample sizes it was like size nine yeah right that was like if you were a nine they would pretty much say hey try them out yeah, here, but, here you go but if, you know i would never test a shoe because right. like, okay we're not gonna spend forty thousand dollars for a size 11 and a half right so you can tell us you like it or whatever yeah. um but yeah it was an interesting conversation because i have run across some products where i'm like that has no function for me right, right? or Man, I'm glad your extra larges are for petite. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Um, you're not really, you know. And I think Ultraspire, I know dealing with them, I know they've done pretty well with taking feedback from others. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just an interesting con- conversation that we had because I know, like Hoka was do that with Curtis, you know, and right. was pretty. And he doesn't run as much he was mm-hmm. saying as he used to, but they still send him to, to test. I'm like, well, right. you, you're probably because you're, you know, we know Curtis. I think he's very thorough with exactly. his response. Yep, thorough, honest. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't take it for granted. Like right. when he gets something to test, yeah, right. You, they do it, right. right? I think that's the best thing to do. So, anyway, here neither here nor there. All right, here we go. This is from Kevin from Florida. Happy New Year, fellas, and hello from Florida. I am ready to get a new race vest for 2019. Mm. What do you guys recommend? And are there any new ones coming out I should know about? There's some new ones coming out. There are. Yeah. Um, in fact, um, I don't have a handy, but the new Trail Runner magazine had a review of some new ones coming out. I saw that. Uh-huh. You know what? I'm going to see if I can reach and grab it. I think it's right over here on my computer desk. It didn't look like any of them were like crazy new. Like um, There were some from like Raid Light and some of those brands that we don't talk about all the time. And the thing that caught my eye, right? So it didn't have anything from Ultimate Direction. Right, and so here's the deal. I yeah, and that a, one, that one's going to be, I think, a real big seller because it looks like it's going to be mid-year when that's released. Okay. And same with that Patagonia vest. That's what I was going to say. So th- those are the two that I think that really need to keep your eye on because the everything else, and if we're just basing it off of the Trail Runner magazine uh, ones, is that that connector, that chest connector. Is so limiting. You it doesn't expand as you breathe. It's like 
they keep using that same material, it's right? Stiff, where it it's stiff. Where like Ultra Spires has that elasticity yes, to it. Yes, exactly. That's why I really do like that. And one. who else? Uh, Salmon uses that elastic yep. uh, connector. But all the other companies are still using that old school connecting. Like uh, the, the, what do you call those things? The clips, uh, almost. The plastic yeah, it's clip. like just re- regular webbing and, and just clips. So when I was looking at this, so a little bit about when they do gear tests on Trail Runner magazine is you basically, it's not like they test everybody. They test no. the people that help with some little money. Yeah, you got to come up with some <laughs> money to get your product in there. <laughs> so it's not like, you know, I'm not say it's not fair because I'm sure they, I mean, the people that test them right. do a good job, but it's to get on this. So, yeah. So Ultra Spire, the one they have in there is the Zygos 4.0, right? Um, which I like the, what Trail Runner Magazine does. It tells you what distance everything's good for. Right. So the 4.0 looks amazing. Like I actually went online and started yeah. looking at Ultra Spires because they have a preview. Mm-hmm. So their new handheld, I'm going to go get. Ooh, that looks good. Yeah, with the little little bungee little loop, on the back. Loopy loop, yeah. Yeah, that looks amazing. So I'm going to definitely go try that one out. Otherwise, it looked like Ultra Spires packs that were, are coming out are built more for the long stuff. Like yeah. more more capacity, right? Not a lot of the thin spryish yeah. pissy mel vest type right. thing. Um, there's a new company that well, I'm gonna say new, but one that's not as familiar. Montaigne. Montaigne via Gecko, right? Mm-hmm. Theirs looks really vanilla, like what they did color wise, yeah. everything. Is it three straps? Uh, it does has three straps, and that's and it looks like you can adjust. They have a whole bunch of these uh, loops. Yeah, they have car. It's like a daisy chain. There we go. That's one I was looking for. All up, down, ones, both sides. Right. Where you can adjust where you want your webbing or your straps to come across your chest, which is kind of a cool concept. It is. Uh, Male and female. Yeah. um, You know, for people that have a little more um, stuff in the front. Right. Right. More more package. Yeah. Um, So I think that's kind of a cool concept, but the look of it, kind of, I don't know. I could. I don't know. I don't know if there's a better way to do that daisy chain look. Because I don't know, you can sn- yeah. I don't know if you can snag stuff. Again, I don't have it in hand. Um, Camelback, they made one, um, a women's ultra pro, right? Um, which that is that was well received last year. It looks really small, which I think is like torso length yeah. wise. So I think right. that's a good idea. Uh, Raid Light, they've mm-hmm. got one um, with some monster pockets in front. That Euro yeah. Euro look where right. you have those like plastic. You can things. put a lot of water in there. But I think the one thing that jumped out to me the very very most mm-hmm. um, was the uh, Hoka. One one or Hoka One Oni right. uh, race vest eight liter. Yeah. So it looks like it's a collaboration with Nathan. Yeah, it's so, just Nathan vest. So there's the first thing, right? With Hoka branding. So nothing's and, changed from that Nathan vest. I think the only thing these guys, because it's not when you look at the vest. I mean, it looks like it's got some good pockets. It's got some good features. Yeah. Right. But it doesn't look like out of this world different from what's out there. No. Minus the price point. It's a lot more. $250. That has to be a typo. I don't no know way. if it is or not. I bet you it's 100 It says men's and women's are designed differently. Oh, my goodness. But most of these vests in here are about with the 150, 150 range. Right. 150 165s for Innovate. That North Face vest looks interesting. Um, even the Ultra Spire one right. is 175 Yeah. Um, Raid Light, 150 Women's Camelback, 120 Montaigne, 95 Yeah. Hoka price two hundred and fifty dollars. That's the one that I'm like, I could see it being that much though, because realistically, mm-hmm. they were the first ones that came out with that shoe price point. That, True, Good you know, point. the hundred and sixty dollars shoe, and maybe it's a Nathan vest. But that's the thing. So Nathan says, okay, here's a vest for you. Yeah. You owe us X amount of dollars. Right. So they have to pay them that money, and then, oh. so they got to turn around and make money. So maybe it's one of those middlemen things, right? 
I'm gonna have to Google that because yeah. that's uh, that seems I steep. think two hundred fifty dollars yeah. for a race vest. Would yeah, you pay that no. if it was a, if you looked at that race vest and went, God, that's amazing? No. Would you pay that? Definitely not. Okay, because everything that's on the market now works. Yeah, right. Well, that's what it's I'm saying. This small, small, small tweaks here and there to to make improvements. Uh, maybe some new materials are going to come out to help with breathability and durability, but. Everything on the market now works at that $150 price point. There's no reason to spend $250 on a vest. Um, I am on Hoka's website. It is $250. That's absurd. It is $250. There's no asterisk to say why. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you look at it online, it, I'm not going to lie. It looks cool, right? I mean, the, the pit pockets and everything else, yeah, but, but I'm with Joel. There's nothing Rob with vest, it. That's the, that's the Rob Carr vest. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's no. I All was right. surprised when I saw that. That's right. what I'll Let's say. get back to the topic. For next this year, 2019, I think there's three vests that you're really looking towards. That North Face vest is going to – you're going to see more people wearing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Patagonia vest when it comes out. And, and that's then, coming – when did you say summer? The Patagonia spring? one I thought I heard was spring. Well, And then the Ultimate Direction, I'm not sure when that's coming out, but the looks of it, it looks like it's going to be a good vest to compete okay. with uh, everything else that's on the market right now. Gotcha. Um, and some stuff from Ultra Aspire – don't discount them. The classic vest, they're yeah. durable. They they wear. I think they wear the best for me. Yeah. I still want to get my hands on the Patagonia one, but yeah, me too. Yeah, Ultra Spires always wore the best for me as well. Yeah. I mean, I've tried the Solomons, I've tried a few others, and exactly. they just don't. They don't fit as well as Ultra Spire. Ultimate Direction to me, they've just every year's been kind of drastic. Like sometimes yeah. their materials like noisy, right? Um, stiff when it gets wet or uh-huh. sweaty. Um, last year was. Probably the year I was like, oh, I'm going to get one until you broke yours when yeah. you pulled out of the trunk. Pulled it out of the box and broke. It's like, yep, I'm never <laughs> so I was kind of nervous again. Yeah, so I was nervous. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, but I think this year, so we, you mentioned Patagonia, and you've seen a prototype. Yeah, I saw a prototype a year ago, basically. Yeah, yeah. but I but it, I read somewhere that they are at, they're like redoing their entire trail running line, like right. from, from head to toe. Well, that would be interesting. To so see. that's what I'm waiting for. I check right. their website like every, every other week. day. Yeah. And I'm like, nope, not yet. Nope, not yet. Right. Because um, it sounds like there's – and I, I love their gear. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see because we've seen it before where companies will make that – change right and it's either they knock it out of the park right or it's almost like why did you do that i know you just i'm never gonna wear that again i don't think that they're gonna have that problem they're so reliable they're reliable and i think they've they've got the gear test thing in their back pocket they've got great athletes but Mm -hmm. again i think it comes back to the point of you know who else is testing right? right because you can't you can't niche your trail running product to your elite athletes. Right. You know, and I think that could be a problem. So, so I hope that helps Kevin. Joel's got Patagonia, the new ultra, um, ultimate direction and the, what was that? that North face. Best. North face. Looks yeah. Pretty interesting. Um, I didn't look at that one too close. No, they've been doing right. best though. So it's not like they're just, yeah, I think there's a couple things that they can, that they can improve upon from what I've read is it kind of runs hot and then, um, they, they can fix the closure on the front, uh, make that less of a. But see, again, their their strap across the chest yeah, looks bulky. About. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it if looks bulky. Dial that in. Sometimes that bulky strap though does help if you got a big pack on. Yeah. It says the best feet from Nor- the running magazine. Best features: comfort and weight, distance, all distances. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's a sexy debut, is how they worded it. Right. It's so it's really only in its first iteration. So maybe wait till it comes out in its second one. What's the price point on that? Uh, one fifty. Yeah. Yep. So they're there. 
you know, they're there on that price point. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I'd like to, any more, I'd have to see these vests before I, I buy person, them yeah. because it's tough. Sizing, I think, is difficult yes. um, with some of these when you're looking at, again, Sol- bring Solomon into the mix because sometimes their stuff is more Euro sizing. Definitely. Um, and then some companies, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm a bigger guy, but large floods me. So right. I think you got to test those out. Um, but if there's anything else you, anybody else knows about or has been testing, let us know because I know there's some people out there that test stuff or, or see stuff before it comes out to you. Uh, Joel, this is kind of what you were hitting on earlier. This is our buddy from Andrew mm-hmm. up in uh, from Canada, other side of the wall. North of the wall. Yeah. Um, ask Trail Manners for the new year. What brand slash model of waist light belts do you know of slash recommend? Mm-hmm. A running friend, a friend running Javelina in the fall saw runners with them on and wants to find a good one. Yeah. Um, I would not be surprised if 90% of those were lumens, right? I know yeah, from, Ultra Spire, yeah. Lumen 600s. There are some you other brands get, coming out now. Yeah. You have to get the 600. Don't waste your money on the 170. No, 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 not if you're a runner. If you yeah. want to walk in the mornings with your dog or something, the 170 will work. But if you want to go any pace right. for the mountains, you got to go the 600. Yeah. And, again, it's an investment, but the price, I think, dropped a little bit from the first model it came it out to. We've had ours for a couple of years now. Yeah, and they still run strong. Just fine, yeah. And uh, there are two. There's the one that Joel has. There's no pockets. It's yep. just like a strap, and mm-hmm. mine has a pocket on it. So right. there's just kind of two models, right. 600 and I think the 600S. Something like something that. Something like that. But that one, to me, and I haven't tested. I know there's a couple other brands out there, right. but for me, it's like this works too well. Like right. there's With that belt, I don't know if I'd upgrade anything. Yeah. Right? Like I don't think I'd change it. It does what it needs to do. I know there's one on the market right now. It's pretty popular that has the individual leds that have like six leds across the front oh i've seen those and then it has the battery pack on the back mm-hmm. looks um, like a spaceship something like that and so i guess that reduces the bounce oh, okay right i could so see that having yeah. the battery pack on the back or you can move that and wear it on your chest i have seen those yeah i don't know which that one could that be a good alternative i don't know what the name of it is sorry Andrew. yeah um, but that looks like it's does. a healthy, healthy alternative to the Ultra Aspire. Yeah, and mine doesn't. It's surprising for the weight of that thing. Mine, I don't think mine bounces much. It, there's a minuscule bounce that you yeah. use to very quickly. Well, and it's a lot less bounce than wearing a headlamp, for sure, because yeah. your head's moving. So right. <laughs> you get the, the natural bounce from your head yeah. um, on that one. So, yeah, I don't. Uh, I can't think of the name off the top of my head. I should have came more prepared. But the, the Ultra Aspire, the Lumen 600, is just. Yeah. I don't know. Like Joel says, we've. I think we've had the first edition or second yeah. edition for at least three years now. If not, yeah, longer. If not longer, yeah. And I've just had no reason to try anything else, really. Yeah, it works. Yeah, it works. And, again, I don't know if there'd be, you know, really any big changes um, that I would do from that. Um, I know we have one more, so I'm trying to find it real quick. I think I forgot to put it in the my notes that I, I carry. It was just through the email, so I'm going to find that real quick. Um there it is. All right. Um, Mike Mike from Montana. So I don't know what Mike, but I'm kind of hoping it's one of them. And Mike Foote? It, yeah, that would be nice, but it doesn't have, like, a name as their email. Um, for 2019, what race are you both looking forward to the most, whether competing or watching? Well, we should do both. Okay. Competing and watching. Okay. You start. Which one are you looking most to competing in? Uh, the bear, 100. Okay. And which one are you, and that's in September, which yeah. one are you looking most to see how it unfolds? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> um, hard Rock, I'm a little bit excited about Hard Rock this year because I think they have a pretty legit field, mm-hmm. it seems like. 
last year, I mean, last year, yeah, we had that drama, but there just wasn't enough, like, top-end runners to get me really excited last year. Uh, UTMB, always excited to watch that. Yeah. So I'm going to say those two, and then if North Face happens again next, <laughs> next um, what is that, November? Yeah. I'm always excited to see that. I don't know if I can change any of the watching ones. I mean, Those are the Western same ones. Western States, yeah, but you know it's going to be a strong field. Yeah. But I'm not, like, totally jazzed on it like I was last year. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hard rock for me for sure. That's I'm a, I'm the same boat. UTMB and then the North Face because it's a different yeah. distance. Yeah, it's exactly. Kind of the the right. I think that one's becoming more of the the big one here, right? right? Because of the distance, yeah. the names that can draw, and then mm-hmm. how fast it can be. It would be nice if we had a 50k that that had that draw, like it was like a spring one. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like everybody was going there. It was a big money race. Do you remember years ago, not way, the money side, cool. uh, was it? Moab was it around here? Yeah. Cars were going. Right. And, I mean, you had some Darcy's and mm-hmm. Chrissy's. We need and, something in like March, though. Yeah. That has a, a money associated Jim, with it. Jim Skaggs, you need to jump on that. Yeah, <laughs> the but, Buffalo run, the yeah, loop. Yeah, but I don't, like the, I don't like the flow of that race. You know what I mean? Like the double loop. Mm-hmm. No. G- give me something that's, I don't know, desert-based or... California based, yeah. That'd be or cool. even East Coast, maybe. Yeah. Based and, and and put a big old pot of money out there. Make Let it a, go for make it, it a qualifier for something. I don't know. If you can. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. I think for me, Hard Rock is still. I think out of all the races out there, um, obviously not competing in, but Hard Rock for me is still one of my favorites, just because of what it brings. You well, yeah. never know whether. And the athletes this year, I think it's it, well. We've talked about this will be the deepest field for yeah. the fast people for uh-huh. sure. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's funny if you go back and listen to the Scott Jaime podcast. He, t- I asked one of his questions. I said, "How would you change the Hard Rock Lottery if you could?" Right. What do you say? He wanted uh, a little bit bigger field, but he wanted more first timers. For sure. Because he's like, I want more people to experience yeah. that race. And that was yeah. kind of interesting. He's like, you know, I, he, I mean, he understands him. It's not yeah. like he could change it, but he did. He wanted more people running. And he's like, I don't know. Oh, and the other thing he wanted for that one is he wanted the, the, oh, what do you call it? Where the race director gets to pick who they want. He wanted that known. I think that should be. Yeah. Done. He's yeah. like, it's every year people pretty much know. Yeah. But he's like, why not be transparent with it? Who cares? It's exactly. your, it's your, it's people your know you're doing yeah. it. It's like, you're almost making it more controversial by not announcing exactly. it. Exactly. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think hard rock for me, uh, UTMB is always awesome because mm-hmm. of the coverage. Yeah. Um, it's so cool. Um, right. you can find live feeds everywhere. Yep. Um, plus what I run far does plus mm-hmm. other, everybody else now. Um, and I think it's just, to me, I, uh, that race, I think more than any for me, is a, a coming out race for names. Like mm-hmm. people you've never heard of. And I know a lot of it's Euro-based, but right. names you've never heard of have a good day. Well, look how many Chinese runners did really well last yeah, year. Yeah, right? exactly. Yep. So, yeah, I would say those for me um, to compete in for me. Um, I don't have my race schedule set, but I'm almost going with Joel on... Um, the Bear. The Bear. The um, Bear. Because it's... It's a race that's always eluded me for one reason or another, right. um, mostly because of me. Um, right. But it's, I don't know, it's just to me still like the race for me. Um, obviously, I love bears, which has nothing to do with it, but it's in Utah um, and, and Idaho. Idaho. <laughs> um, it's close. Right. So, yeah, I think for me it's it's that 
competing wise. Um, I mean, I am signed up for El Vaquero for Beaverhead. Mm-hmm. There's a couple I'm not going to announce because I'm trying to. I'm on the fence. Um, but I think Bear is the one I'm most looking forward to. But saying that, um, I know this is you said racing, but I'm really looking forward to doing the Teton Cirque again mm-hmm. because I've only done that once and it totally captivated me. Right. And I just like to go into it in a little bit better shape. Right. Um, but there's also a couple of destinations I'd like oh, to yeah. do. Oh, yeah. I'm more into that for, yeah, for this, this year. year. Um, but, yeah, I think for me, I, I'm going to almost mirror Joel. I think the bear. Mm-hmm. Um, Elva Carroll, I'm very much looking forward to, though, just because of the people there. Right. Um, but saying that, the Bel- Elva Carroll now has an asterisk next to it. Yeah. Because Scott Jaime hasn't announced when he's going to do his FKT thing. Oh, are you going to go help him? Well, because he said that he's doing it either. He wants. He's looking to end of July, 1st of August. Mm. And he's not going to... Like in the past, he's kind of just said, come on out. But when he does right. it, he doesn't want that. Yeah. Like he's not looking for fanfare. He's not looking no. for a movie. Right. And so it's it's almost like I, I was giving him crap. I'm like, so is it like a lottery who can come hang out with you? You <laughs> yeah, know, right? how do you how do you qualify? Yeah. So to me, that very well could be the event just because I know he's turned 50. You know, we, we have such a history together and know what he's trying to accomplish. So great question, though. Um, and a little more thinking and a longer answer probably than you were anticipating. Mm. There's a lot of good ones. I mean, there's so many good ones out there. Um, Sun Mountain 50K is one I'm looking at now. Um, what it's time a, of year is that? May, mid-May. Up in? Uh, Washington. Washington. It's one of uh, Rain Shadow running. Right. Um, our friend Jeff Hart, I've been talking to him because I'm like, Jeff, i got to get back to Bellingham. Yeah. When should I come? When's the time? And he essentially basically gave me from March until December. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this is awesome, this is awesome, this is awesome. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, that didn't narrow it down much. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, but we might have an entry to the Sun Mountain 50K. Nice. I'm like, huh, that would be kind of fun. But if it's flipping for me. It's like, well, I'd want to go race or I just want to do what I did last time and explore. I'd want to go just explore. That's what I kind of yeah. thinking because there's too much up there. I want to get yeah, over to Orcas, exactly. you know, even oh and gosh. play around over there for a yeah, minute. Yeah, that would be awesome. So, um, yeah, I think that's uh, that's all the questions. We had quite a few this week for sure. Um, hope I didn't miss any. It's been two weeks, so if, if you uh, if I didn't hit one, you know, kind of remind me on that. Other than that, um, I think that kind of wraps it up for our single track session uh, number 120. Um, if you have any other questions, send them our way. Please, folks, don't forget about the Ogden Trail Running Festival. Um, let's get some uh, people registered for that. And, again, congratulations to Jason Child for the six hours of Malin's entry. Jason, if you can't run it, decided you can't or whatever, please let me know either way so we can move forward with that. And uh, happy New Year, everybody, and thanks again for listening to Trailmanners Podcast. This is Eric and Joel, and we are out. 